It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Welcome to another Smart Money Questions podcast. I'm Walter Storholt, joined as always by Matt Hausman, founder of Old Security Group, serving you in Metro Philadelphia, Delaware, and Northeast Maryland as well, with an office in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and Newark, Delaware as well. You can find past podcasts online by going to smartmoneyquestions.com. On today's podcast, we're talking about your pre-flight checklist and what that looks like when applied to retirement. And we like to frame this conversation, Matt, before you taxi down that runway of retirement, just like a pilot has to go through an exhaustive checklist to make sure that they're ready for their flight, you really need to kind of develop a similar checklist for retirement. And it's kind of for the same purposes, right? For for safety, to make sure that you can have a successful retirement, just like you want to have a successful conclusion to your flight. The, the parallels seem to run together nicely here. Yes, they do. And looking at those things and understanding when you want to retire, but then also preparing for the unexpected. We've really seen that happen a lot just this year where people have, they thought they were doing pretty well and then forced into early retirement immediately. I had a client actually three months ago call us up and it came out of nowhere. Luckily, we had done some things in advance, so he was prepared. But it still is so important to start looking at that, you know, within three to five years of when you're looking to retire. If we can plan for it in advance and catch maybe some of the things that might be out of place, we'll be in much better shape and able to deal with it in a much more timely and effective manner. That is for sure. So here are some things to have on your pre-flight retirement checklist. And you really need to ask yourself a couple of key questions. One of them, Matt, is going to be, do I know exactly how much income I'm going to need. We're not talking about a bucket of money. We're talking about how much income you're going to regularly need in retirement. And you know what's funny is I'm always amazed when I talk to people and I ask them that question, they kind of look at me like a deer in the headlights. And many times it's, well, we've been working. We've never really sat down and done a budget. And my response is, well, retirement, I'm assuming you want it to be (laughs) non-working. So we do need to come up with a budget. That's probably the most important thing I let people know whenever they, okay, how much money do I need in retirement? And I said, well, that's all dependent on how much you need in income. You know, I have clients that have got millions that are still worried about running out of money. And I got a client that's got 500,000. It's Mm. not a big deal. So it's really important to break down what that income need is going to be. I, I look at two scenarios. I say, okay, what's it going to take to keep the lights on? And what's lifestyle going to be? It's so important because, and then of those, especially on what keeps the lights on, what's subject to inflation and what's not? That's critical. And then you look at the lifestyle is how long is that lifestyle going to be in, in play. Usually it's the first five to eight years of active retirement years after the days we're working where we're trying to get rid of the, you know, take the checks off the bucket list. And then after that, you, you will see the income need kind of decrease, but you want to make sure that you're not spending so much in the beginning of your retirement that you can't complete the race. So it's really important to look at How much income do I need? Break it up into those two categories and then also looking at inflation. 
and not just how much income is going to be needed, but also all the sources of income and have you identified all the different sources? Because it's not just Social Security, but you can create additional sources of income in retirement as well. Yeah. And especially if you have a pension, if you're going to be receiving a pension, understanding how that, you know, what are the options for your pension income? Are you, are we going to just be looking at one spouse receiving the income? Is there survivorship or beneficiary income that's coming as well? And then whatever your assets are that you have accumulated is where can I position those to generate the income I'll need? Hopefully in some type of a, Mm. I I don't want to use the word secure, because everyone would say, well, nothing is absolutely guaranteed or secure, but having a real understanding on where that income is going to be derived from and looking at its longevity, how long can I expect it to be there? So sources of income are huge. Now, I did mention Social Security, and we don't want to just gloss over it. We know it's not going to be the essential part of a retirement plan or a financial strategy, but we still want to make sure we make the right decisions there. And so add to your checklist, do you know the ideal time to take Social Security. And if you're just going to say, as soon as it's available, <laughs> that might not be the best strategy. There, there are other ways that you can, can structure it, that you can think about it. And certainly the timing is, is a big aspect of choosing Social Security. Yeah, I always, I do Social Security workshops to help people understand, especially after the changes that happened at the end of 2015. And I always caution people on, don't just run down to Social Security when it's available to you because you listen to some crazy media pundit that was scaring the heck out of you that it's going to go away. Because the reality is it's not going to go away because all of the politicians want to make sure that they, they're not going to take it away because they want your vote. And so when you're looking at when to take Social Security, you want to have an income plan that's going to look at multiple times of election. And if you're eligible for different ways or different strategies of collecting, how does that fit into your plan? Many times, Social Security is going to be a very big part, especially if you don't have a pension, it becomes your pension. So it's a big part of your total income play. So making the right decision or at least an educated decision on when to elect Social Security is critical to your overall retirement health. As you're walking around your retirement plan, imagining if it were a plane, making sure that the you know wheels are properly aligned and that there aren't any uh, you know any issues with a possible flat tire, making sure and inspecting the outside of the of the vehicle, you want to do that with your plan as well. And a lot of flying is limiting risk that something is going to go wrong. And we have to do the same thing in retirement. And so ask yourself and put it on your checklist to address longevity risk to make sure that you don't outlive your money. The question is, how do you structure that? How do you make that happen? And I'm sure the answer is different for different people, Matt. That's right. And with longevity, I was at a conference actually last year and it was specifically on longevity. And one of the people that got up, he was an actuary for an insurance company. And he says, the studies have shown us that lifespan isn't dramatically increasing. We're not talking about people now living to 150, but we're seeing a higher and higher percentage of people living into their mid to late 80s, still being very active, still being very healthy. So the reality is longevity is here to stay and you need to plan for that. One of the things that we'll do is we will position money with different time horizons on when we're expecting to use that. And then that's how you can design the portfolio based on risk and return based on when I'm actually going to need the money in my retirement plan. 
so important to remember these details as you're preparing for retirement. And in addition to worrying about risk, there are other kinds of risk. And we know that a lot of volatility exists in the market. And so it needs to be a part of your checklist, a way to be prepared for that volatility. That's right. And really looking at, you know, one of the things that I really concentrate on with clients is understanding the down. When the market is down and you're still taking money out, what's the long-term effect? What's the ripple effect of how that's going to affect the longevity of your money? And that's the most critical time because when you're not working, the paradigm shift is I'm not working. I don't have a paycheck. And you automatically become more conservative. So if the market starts to go down or your portfolio is going down, while at the same time you're taking money, that's when people, if they don't have a good understanding on what they're doing and why they're doing it, they will end up making poor decisions based on emotions. And Matt, I guess if we're going to be doing a pre-flight checklist and analyzing risk, not only are we looking at longevity and market volatility, but we have to make sure inflation is included as well. And you alluded to that when we started talking about income and making sure that we address that. But uh, that needs to, again, I guess, pop up on our checklist to make sure that we can combat inflation, uh, not only in the short term, but the long term as well. So true. And when you actually, when I talk to people about inflation, the natural response is, well, yeah, of course. But until they see it on paper, they're not truly appreciating how inflation can be the silent killer. And so it really has to be built in and reviewed to see a dollar today is not going to be worth the same 10, 15, 25 years from now. Yeah, I think that's a really important thing to point out and to remember. And speaking of things, 10, 25 years from now, taxes and the potential future increases in the tax situation are going to also play a big factor on a retirement plan. But how do you prepare for that unknown? Well, hopefully what people are doing is they're looking at where their money is, not from a stocks and bonds scenario or review. They're looking at it from a tax category. How is the money going to be taxed when it comes to me as income? And the majority of people, quite frankly, have been taught all their adult life is to max out their 401k, their 403b, their retirement plans. But they've never talked about an exit strategy. And the reality is taxes are going to have to go up just based on the math. You know, according to the budget and policy organization, they're saying in 2012, 76 cents out of every dollar was spent on Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and the interest on the debt. What's crazy is by 2020, it's 92, the estimation is 92 cents of every dollar. So the reality is taxes are going to go up and you have to factor that in. Hopefully you're starting to redirect money into more tax-friendly accounts, environments. So when you actually take the money, it's a dollar for dollar out into your pocket instead of taking many of my clients, they're taking money out of an IRA. It's a dollar twenty-five taken out to get a dollar in their pocket just because of the taxation both at the Fed and the state level. Yeah, your your million dollar account does not necessarily mean you have a million dollars at your disposal if it is a, a taxable account. And a lot of people forget that when they're looking at those balances, I think. 
and uh, you've, you've just got to be aware. As we're putting together a checklist, we would certainly be remiss if we didn't bring up the very important topic of health care costs. One of the biggest issues, obviously, in our country, and at the timing of this recording, you know, the rules are one thing, and they could certainly change down the line. So if you're listening to this, you know, podcast, you know, many months later after it's been posted, this comes with a grain of salt that who knows what's changed between now and then. But as things stand right now in, uh, you know, sort of this, uh, you know, late May, early June context of 2017, Matt, what do you think about you know, making sure you have a plan to address healthcare costs. Well, the reality is, if you haven't planned for it, it is the one thing that, quite frankly, will devastate or has the potential mm-hmm. to devastate the surviving spouse or the spouse that doesn't need care. So, if you're not addressing it as part of the plan when you're or even before retirement or in early retirement, chances are you're not going to be able to address it later. It's going to be cost prohibitive, or you, there's no way you can afford it. There's all different ways to address that particular concern and need. And that is where what we do is we address it with people to let them see these are the different options. This is going to be the different cost because I've spoke to, in fact, when I was at the longevity conference last year, we were going over or they were discussing with us how much money does someone have to have to be quote self-insured. And I was amazed. They were talking about, you have to have a net worth of six to 7 million today. Wow. To anticipate a long-term care event in 15 years because the health care costs are far exceeding the inflationary number that happens every year. So if you're not prepared for it at that level, that means that's the majority of America that's going to have to prepare for themselves to in some way, unless they want to give it all to uh, the nursing home or home care or assisted living care and eventually possibly having to be put on Medicaid after everything's been spent, it has to be addressed up front. Wow, that's pretty amazing to uh, to see that you know that level of funds needed to self-insure against uh, a future long-term care need down the line. But that's what inflation and then you know the outpacing costs of healthcare, as it seems now, uh, that's kind of impact you've got to be prepared for. So that needs to be part of your plan. Make sure it's addressed and make sure it's a part of that checklist. All right, last but not least, and certainly we could probably add some more things to this checklist, but this is a good one to get us started, I think, here, Matt. Do I have my legacy plan nailed down. Why is that an important part of the retirement planning and pre-flight checklist? Well, I always put it like this is, do you want whatever's left? Or if you've planned legacy as part of your retirement plan, do you want it actually to go to the people or the charities and organizations you want to, or do you want it to end up going to Uncle Sam? And that's why it's so important that you make sure that your will is up to date, your beneficiary forms, which actually supersede the will, that those are up to date. What's going to happen with the other property that doesn't have beneficiary forms attached to it, which would be your real estate? Do you have multiple holdings? Everything else that's there. It's so important because this actually just happened to a really good friend of mine. His sister passed away tragically. She didn't have a will. Mm. And what they're looking at now, this is actually down in Delaware, is she died in testate. And it's going to probably take them six to nine to 12 months of rigorous activity with the court for him to go through the process of being named as the, lack of a better term, executor of her will to start moving 
the assets that are left. So it's so important to make sure that all of those legal documents are up to date, your power of attorney, healthcare, living will, all of that stuff is done. So it takes the burden off of the other people that you love. And I'm going through it with him right now and it's and trying to assist. It's just so important to make sure that that stuff is done. And, and I understand some people can be intimidated by it. They don't want to go see an attorney or they're looking online. They might start something, say, at illegalzoom.com. And then they just, oh, my gosh, I don't want to. It's just too much. But the reality is we need to go through it, make sure that those things are taken care of just to make sure everything works smoothly and the way we want it. Yeah, and think about the difficulty of dealing with those situations emotionally just from the pure loss. Now throw in the fact that uh, your your survivors are having to deal with the courts and the additional stress and distraction and, and pain that that brings. If you can eliminate some of that, that, that really is almost a, a gift in and of itself so that the, the emotional healing can take the forefront rather than having to worry about money and funds and, and moving things around and dealing with the court system. So it's an often overlooked, but a very important part of the overall financial and retirement plan. And I'm sure, Matt, tell us a little bit about this checklist that we've talked about on today's show, how it's incorporated into your planning, what you and your team at Old Security Group make sure that you cover with everybody that comes through the door. Well, what we actually do is we go through this with every single person. So as part of our planning process, we go through a snapshot where we're looking and letting them see this is what you have now. These are the deficiencies or things that we can work on. And then actually what we just went through, one through nine, is what goes through the design of the person's plan and then eventually the implementation. Well, if you want to get in touch with Matt Hausman and make sure that your plan has addressed all of these things, even if you've done a financial plan in the past, but if you heard some of the things on the checklist that you did not check off when you did your financial planning and put together that portfolio, reach out to Matt Hausman at 610-719-3003. Again, that's 610-719-3003. He has offices in Westchester and in Newark, Delaware as well. And you can find us online at smartmoneyquestions.com to listen to past podcasts and subscribe to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, all the essential spots where you listen to and uh, follow podcasts. Make sure that you're keeping retirement and financial planning at the forefront of your mind. And uh, Matt can help do that for you. Each and every week, we'll cover new topics all the time. In fact, next week, we're going to talk about where do you stand in your financial planning process? Do you have enough money to retire? Do you have enough money to stay retired? And we'll also talk about how you can stay financially independent your entire life. Those will be some of the key subjects of our next podcast. So be sure to join us right back here on the Smart Money Questions podcast.